0: Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 manifester, manifestor, a certified human design teacher, and a manifestor who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I am so excited and honored to have you joining me for another episode, especially if you listened to last week's episode where we were talking about how can you as a manifester really begin loving and showing that love to the generators around you. We're going to continue that conversation today talking about how we love the MGs, the manifesting generators in our lives. You might also refer to them as many gens they go by a lot of different names, but MGs are quite different to our generators. So, we're going to have a discussion about exactly what is involved with connecting with and loving those MGs in our lives. I am hiding out in my kids' bedroom to record this because we are still in summer school holidays here in Australia and there is nowhere I can go that my children won't find me. So I have locked myself away um, and we've got some beautiful bird chirping noises coming in from the open window because it is hot as heck here in Australia and I need the window open. So enjoy the beautiful sounds of the bird in the background if you can hear that. Now, let's dive into a bit about our manifesting generators. If you have not done kind of these basic fundamentals of human design and understanding all of the different energy types, let me give you a quick rundown of what MGs are like and and what makes them tick um, and really kind of how their energy operates, how they're unique and different from everybody else. So, Manifesting generators are a hybrid type, obviously, of manifestors and of generators. They are renowned within human design to be a manifestor spirit in a generator body. Other people refer to it as a manifestor driver in a generator vehicle. And really what that means is that they have kind of all of this... initiating, creative, driven desire and urge to, to create and build new things of the manifesto, but they have the physical energy and the, the same aura qualities of the generator. So I like to see MGs almost as as like, you know, in show business, how we refer to people as a triple threat because they can sing, dance and act. I see MGs as the people like that in human design. They are capable of doing everything. They can initiate and they can complete all on their own. They have significant power and significant capacity. And with that comes significant limitation, right? They experience significant wounding, significant conditioning. Our MGs really are the people who struggle the most with things like imposter syndrome. And if you think you as a manifester struggle with imposter syndrome, have a chat to an MG because (laughs) they are the leading authorities on it and often can really struggle with getting caught up in all of that generator energy and not really digging into the self-awareness that it's required to start trusting that manifester aspect. Aspect of them. So manifesting generators make up about 33% of society, approximately. When generators make up about 37%, they kind of take equal parts and together they make 70% of our collective society. MGs are what is known as uh, what are known as sacral beings because they have a defined sacral center, just like our generators, okay? So 70% of society are sacral beings, and the projectors, manifestors, and reflectors are non-sacral beings, and we make up the remaining 30%. Projectors make up about 20%, manifestors make up about 9%, and reflectors make up about 1%, okay? Those statistics kind of change, depend on who you speak to but that's generally how it's broken down across society where manifesting generators and generators are very very different though in their design is that although mgs have that defined sacral the same as their generator buddies they have either an indirect or direct channel connection from that sacral center all the way up to a defined throat, just like manifestors do. So we will have a motor energy center, which is the ego, the emotional center or the root connected directly or indirectly by a channel to a defined throat the difference between manifestors and manifesting generators is that manifesting generators also have a defined sacral center. So we can see just in their design, they are not the same as generators and they are not the same as manifestors either. They, they are their own type, which is why they are allocated their own type as manifesting generators. What they have the ability to do Digging a little further into that ability to initiate and to complete all on their own is that manifestors have this this capacity and this amazing, sorry, manifesting generators have this capacity and this amazing ability to take shortcuts, to master things very, very quickly and to master multiple things at once. And they have this sort of like restless energy that says, I want to dig into this because this lights me up, because this excites me, because this is where I want to go. I want to do all of the things that are required to master this. That comes from that sacral energy. But the manifesto energy part of them says, I want to constantly be doing something different." I want to be bouncing around. I want to be jumping. I want to always feel like it's new and that it's exciting and that I'm birthing something that has never been seen before, that I'm diving into something that I've never experienced, right? There has to be this sense of freedom, of newness, of space. That is from that manifester spirit. So we see MGs with this ability to multitask. And to take on many, many things at once and be very, very capable and proficient and expertise at doing just that. These classically are the people who can work a full-time job and run a side hustle, a very successful side hustle and still you know, be doing their masters at uni and have two kids and also be going to the gym seven days a week. That is our manifesting generators in a generalized statement, okay? Every manifesting generator is, of course, different. But generally speaking, that's the archetype of their energy. They also have this ability within that scope, this nuance, that gives them the capacity to shortcut things. They can leap over things. So generators, you'll remember from last week's episode, are here to repeat something over and over and over again until they master it. Manifesting generators are here to master things very very quickly, to master multiple things at once and to do it by seeing all of the ways that they can shortcut it, right? These are the people who are running around the track and jumping over the hurdles knowing that the more hurdles they jump over the faster they go the quicker they get to the end, whereas our generators are our long distance runners right our generators are taking the track round and round and round trying to increase their speed each time so we see a lot of manifesting generators in business right and we see a lot of manifesting generators in high level professional capacities in leadership capacities because they're so capable and because that energy is so inspiring it's quite intoxicating And that means a lot of people around the MGs really experience this sense of, I don't measure up to that. I can't do that. I can't step up to that plate. Yeah, I can't juggle 15 different balls at once. I can't constantly keep going and, you know, never get tired um, I can't have my finger in all of these different pies. It's just too much for me. It doesn't It doesn't align for me. It doesn't work for me in the same way that it does for them. But in this very, very like masculine, competitive, success driven society paradigm that we have been in, the mG energy has been so heralded as this, this is who you need to be. This is the energy which has had you know, a unique impact on every single other energy type, including the MGs themselves, to feel like they need to be perfect, that they need to constantly be you know, measuring up and, and meeting all of those expectations placed on them. But as a manifester and within this manifestor community, what we're going to look at is what has the impact of, of all of that been on manifestors and where have we experienced this in relationship dynamics between manifestors and MGs? I would say in my experience, notoriously, and and with the thousands of manifestors that I speak to all the time, the manifestor to manifesting generator relationship is the one that is most fraught with wounding and conflict. Manifestors... Uh, experience a great deal of sacral pressure from MGs. And really, a lot of that is unconscious. It's because the sacral energy is projected. It's pushed out. And so as non-sacral beings, we receive that as pressure. We receive that and and it comes on board for us as conditioning where we say, oh, I need to keep saying yes. I need to work harder in order to be satisfied and to be successful. I need to be doing all of the things. I need to be like stepping up in order to, to be meaningful in order to be valuable in order to be successful and of course we don't have consistent access to that so we take on sacral conditioning and and we fail essentially we experience these woundings around i tried that and i couldn't do it but the mg next to me could and so they were successful where i just got hurt and i got tired that that's outside of the hands of an MG, okay? So that's just the way that their sacral energy is, is projecting out and the way that we as manifestors are receiving it because all of us as manifestors are non-sacral. But further to that, what we have experienced a lot in these kind of like one-on-one dynamics between manifestors and MGs is that MGs do tend to see the similarities between us and them. They see that manifestor energy in us, right the same as they experience within themselves and for them it's quite expansive for them it's quite expi- inspiring you know from the number of mg's that i have in my life and that i've spoken to about this they say they find manifestors really intriguing and really enticing and really expansive because we sort of have complete freedom within our energy to only initiate right and and to just navigate through that journey whereas they as mgs feel this need to also complete to push things through to make things happen by using that physical energy and doing all of the things what that tends to create is this dynamic in communication and connection between manifestors and mgs where mgs will either lovingly or because they are out of alignment they will seek to push the manifestor to become more right oh, we're so similar. We have such similar spirits and such, you know, similar ways that we view the world, but I'm able to do this and you haven't quite reached that potential. So MGs will push manifestors to become more than we are able to become, to become more than we are aligned with becoming. And that of course makes the manifestor angry. The manifester gets very, very angry, of course, because we are being pushed to become something that we are not and being forced to do something that we don't want to do because it tires us out. We don't have capacity. It doesn't feel right for us. So I know that a lot of manifestors tend to end up in these dynamics within families where you uh, perhaps have a mother or a father or siblings who are manifesting generators. And purely by the virtue of the way that family relationships work, there is this sort of prolonged chronic pressure and expectation and demand that comes onto the manifester from the MG, where we experience wounds around being told that we're lazy, that we're not working hard enough, that we don't want it you know deep enough that we're not pushing that we need to just be more goal focused that we need to not let things drop you know we can't keep flitting around and getting bored and dropping things that we have to be focused and if we could just focus on something then we would be able to achieve it all and that's because that's the way the mg energy works and i i personally have you know healed my journey to the place where i believe that most of that is done from a, an intention of love I believe that most of that is done from MG's, from a very unconscious intention of, I just want you to be the best that you can be because I see that we are similar. Where we as manifestors receive all of these messages as you're not good enough, right? Unless you can be like me, you're not good enough. And of course, we can never be like them. And what's really, really important and fundamental for us to learn as Mannies and as MG's is that we are more different than we are alike. Instead of continuously looking for these ways that we are similar, we need to honour all of the ways that we are, in fact, different. We need to honour all of the ways that our energy operates completely fundamentally different from each other. Yes, we both have the ability to initiate. Yes, we both share the not-self theme of anger right but beyond that that's really where it stops when we look at the strategy we see that strategically for manifestors it's really really important that we honor the strategy of informing because that is how we utilize our aura that is how we help people to understand us For a manifesting generator, it's helpful for them to inform, but strategically, really the way that they utilize their aura is for waiting for a response. They need to be gauging that sacral response. And then afterwards, informing can assist in their process. Whereas for manifestors, informing is is powerful. Informing is so necessary for us. Further to this, the manifesting generator, really their signature theme and their not-self theme are frustration and satisfaction, right? They may experience some anger as well in their not-self, but frustration is sort of the fundamental basics of it. Also, our auras operate completely differently. A manifester has a closed and repelling aura. It's a brick wall, right? Our aura leaves us protected. It leaves us in this sort of silent, closed off space where we're not taking in energy and information from other people so that we can follow our urges. Whereas a manifesting generator shares the same aura as a generator. They have an open and warm and welcoming aura where they are impacted and influenced by other people's energy because they are responding to it. And they are allowing people to come in and out of their energy all the time. Again, additionally, you know, all of these, all of these ways that we are different. Additionally, they have sacral energy when we do not. So not only do they have a lot more physical energy than manifestors do, they also have consistent access to creativity and to this desire to complete. They fuel that sacral energy with pleasure, with fun. It feels satisfied. They have consistent sleep. Whereas manifestors, we do not have access to that. We are driven by this deep sense of our inner voice, of our inner guidance system. We need space. We need freedom. We, we actually need a lot of inconsistency in the way that we approach things so that we can feel that sense of freedom of I get to do whatever I want and I get to follow whatever creative urge comes through. So when we are learning to love the MGs in our lives, Although we have been caught in this relationship dynamic of, you know, seeing all of the ways that we're similar and we try to step up to that and we never quite meet that and it it makes us really angry and they get really disappointed and frustrated with us. Where we need to begin is in understanding how different we are and in celebrating all of those differences, in celebrating our MGs for being MGs. Celebrate the manifesting generators in your lives, not because they're like generators, but because they're manifesting generators. Celebrate them not because they're like manifestors, but because they're manifesting generators. They are their own type. They, they follow their own archetype. They have their own experiences. And although they are seen as high capacity although they are seen as these people who can juggle all of the balls and constantly master things and really achieve a lot and, and change the world almost as if it's, it's in their sleep, almost as if it's completely effortless, they have their own challenges. They have their own battles. They do doubt themselves And they do struggle with feeling like they must be imposters. They struggle with generators telling them to behave like generators. They struggle with manifestors getting angry at them for being different than we are, right? Only because we are trying to keep up. So if you have relationships with MGs in your life, wherever that may be, if that's in your family, in your friends, with your colleagues, with your kids, um, with your staff, anything, even if that's your boss who is a manifesting generator, start opening your eyes and paying attention to all of the beautiful and wonderful ways that they are different to you. Start paying attention to and opening your eyes to and asking them about their struggles and their challenges. Have compassion for that. Hold space for that. They are not necessarily here to respond to us. Sometimes they may, sometimes they may not, but they are here to respond to their own creative urges and we should be standing beside them and celebrating them for that because their ability to create and to complete does nothing to detract from our ability to initiate. We are still here to initiate incredibly important and profound and impacting things for the collective and we don't need to be manifesting generators to do that. We do that in our own unique manifestor way. So if you have been one of those manifestors that has experienced a lot of wounding and a lot of um, pain and trauma and conflict in relationships with manifesting generators in your life, take a moment now as you are listening to this to begin seeing all of the ways in that beautiful MG that they are so different from you and how amazing that is that we don't all need to be the same in order to be accepted. We don't all need to be the same in order to be harmonious. That manifesting generators and manifestors can stand side by side and love each other. We can stand side by side and celebrate each other for all of the ways that we are different, for all of the ways that we are unique. Now, one final point that I want to make is this. If you have ever experienced a manifesting generator who is out of alignment, you will know that they have a huge impact around them, (laughs) that the impact of their energy being out of alignment can be excruciating for other people because they take up so much space and they are designed to take up space. And often that makes manifestors really angry because whenever we add issues with people being out of alignment and people being stuck in their not-self theme or people projecting and operating out of wounding, obviously we, we hurt other people, right? Hurt people hurt people. And as manifestors, we get this double whammy around MGs who are out of alignment where we're already experiencing all of that expectation. We're already experiencing all of that pressure to to be like them. Otherwise, we're inadequate. But then we can be also experiencing all of that projected hurt and all of that additional wounding and all of that additional harm. If that is the dynamic that you are stuck in, in a manifesting generator in your life, I encourage you to start looking at some boundaries around that. Yes, we can love them. And yes, we can celebrate them. But regardless of whether they are an MG, a generator, a projector, a reflector, or even another manifester, we are never ever responsible for allowing other people to hurt us because they are hurt. Ultimately, we each take this journey in this human experience of being responsible for our, our own hurt, being responsible for our own growth. And one of the most useful tools that we can receive in that journey is if we are behaving out of alignment, if we are hurting other people, that we experience having boundaries placed around that. So that we recognize, oh, I'm, I'm dysfunctional here. There is something for me to look at here. There's a behavioral pattern that is not being well-received by other people, and it's probably not even being well-received by me within myself, so what can I do to look into that? Boundaries are so helpful and so healing for the other person and for you yourself. So if you are in that relationship dynamic with an M.G., or with anyone else, please consider placing some boundaries in place. You are not responsible for dealing with the way that their energy is influencing you if it's out of alignment, yeah? I'm going to leave it with you right there. That is definitely enough to dig into between our manifestors and our MGs. If you have an MG in your life, go out and celebrate them today. Reach out, send a message, tell them that you love them for all of the ways that they are different from you and all of the ways that they are impacting the world. When we encourage each other and celebrate each other and and support each other, we generate love. We generate, generate harmony, right? We generate this aligned collective that we are all working towards in this new paradigm. Thank you so much for being here for this episode today. I cannot wait to see you next week or chat to you next week with a new episode. And until then, keep hunting for purpose. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. I hope that my words, my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life.